0: Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for checking this podcast out, produced entirely by Anchor.fm. Guys, if you're interested in creating your own podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to do it. And the cool part, it's free. Anchor has all the tools to help you create record, and edit edit a podcast directly from your phone or computer. They even handle the distribution, putting it out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other sites. What's really cool about Anchor, they even allow you to monetize your podcast. Again, for free, you can generate income from your podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's talk real quickly about how you make money in real estate. First step, you have to buy the properties right. You have to buy properties at a discount. The second way that you make your money in real estate is by knowing your numbers. This is super, super important. If you're implementing the first strategy, you have to know your numbers really cool tool we use to help us estimate our repair numbers more accurately is called Rehab Estimator Pro. Check out RehabEstimatorPro.com Use the promo code DPI and you're going to get 40% off of the price. Rehab Estimator Pro has changed the way that we estimate our repairs. We used to kind of shoot from the hip. Uh, We use rule of thumbs. We use a uh, square foot multipliers, and those things work but this nails it down check it out guys rehabestimatorpro.com use the promo code dpi welcome back to the discount property investor podcast our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Hey there. How are you, Dave? Good, man. Good deal, man. This is uh, the Discount Property Investor podcast. If it's your first time listening, thank you for joining us. Your host, Mike Slane, joined with co-host...
1: David Dodge.
0: You know, which one's the host and which one's the co-host? Are we both just co-hosts? We're, we're hosting yeah. together, yeah. We can just Co-hosting. both be co-hosts. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to jump in front of you. No, not at all, but man. Uh, hey,
1: one thing I do want to mention what's to all up? the listeners is that we have a new website, dpipodcast.com.
0: It's awesome, by this the way. Awesome. We're really excited. The old one was Okay. But uh, hopefully this one is a little bit more functional.
1: Much more functional.
0: So we had uh, some issues with the search function and, like, going back, people like, hey, you always mentioned check out the first couple episodes, and they were hard to find.
1: Right. So
0: hopefully, again, you can go back and search and find things easier.
1: They're all in there. We transcribed everything if you'd like to read it uh, as well.
0: Got a cool yeah. toolkit, too.
1: Cool toolkit. Cool tool, cool tool. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We don't, have to sp- tongue twister. we don't
0: have to speak on a podcast, right? This is right. Uh, totally... Cool. yeah, no, but check that out. So there's a lot of links in there that are really good for uh, newer investors if you're looking for you know where to find uh, somewhere to pull your list. Like we've got links in there. most of them are gonna save you guys money. They give you a discount and obviously, you know uh, we'll get a little something from the company as well if we can if we can send you there. But like I said, it's in your best interest because ninety uh, percent of them you're getting a discount for yeah, oh yeah, for absolutely. clicking on the links or using our promo code or whatever it is. So check those out guys. Hopefully it helps you guys. Uh, but like Dave said, yeah, it's a new 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 episode our new website, and again, we're pretty excited about it. We think it uh, looks pretty good, so check it out. Oh, yeah. Today, we wanted to talk a little bit about, and we didn't really want to talk about it. We just kind of feel like we're getting uh, pulled into this, kicking and screaming the whole uh, the fear that's in the marketplace, and we're gonna to try to keep it a little bit broader, not necessarily focus on the current pandemic and all that. Uh, just, just fear in the marketplace and how that affects you and how that affects your business as a wholesaler, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's happening right now? Obviously, people are losing their minds about the uh, coronavirus and everyone's
1: losing their damn minds. Yeah,
0: and I get it. There is some. So,
1: just uh, this is March twentieth just want to make this clear cuz people right. might listen to this episode. It's not
0: super timely and that's why we want to right. we want to back it out and just talk about fear in the marketplace a little bit more broadly if we, can. if we can. So yeah. So the the current pandemic, you know, it has everyone um you know, a lot of us are sheltered in in place. And we're seeing some of our private lenders back off on lending. They just want to make sure that you know things are calm and cool in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, whatever it is. So they know that banks are still going to refi. Uh, a lot of times, what we're doing is uh, buying these properties and then fixing them up and refinancing them. Part of our Burr strategy. Uh, what else we do with our properties, though? We buy them and then we fix them up and then we resell them. Well, guess what? If the banking system goes a little haywire the end buyers can't get their financing either. So it is a legitimate concern. And I definitely understand why there is some fear in the marketplace. Uh, I just was hopeful or more hopeful that uh, real estate investors would be more even keel about it. And it does seem like a lot of us are, and we're just kind of prepared. It's like, how do I fine tune my business? It's a lot of the talk that I'm seeing in some of our mastermind groups and, and other groups and discussion boards that we're a part of. So
1: it's just such a crazy time, man. This has never happened in our, our lifetimes, or really even our parents' Let's.
0: I was just watching something, Netflix, Pandemic. Yeah, have, man, have you ever I watched that? I've I, that? I have seen it I've seen the thing. I started there. it, and I kind of lost interest. But now with the current craze, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and try to rewatch some of that. So I watched it a little bit this morning. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty interesting. What they were saying, though, Dave, is it hasn't happened in our lifetime, our parents, or even a lot of our grandparents. 1918 was the the last, uh, big, one? The last big flu that was an issue. And there was a little statistic. It killed more people than World War One and World World War Two combined.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, that is nuts.
0: And that was prior to so like air, prior to airline travel. So this is just with like boats and stuff. That and it spread so, like, without the spread out the airlines. Yeah, and then wow. I don't I don't remember what the population was, but the population was only like three million or three. I'm sorry, three or four billion I think at the time, something like that. So now the the number of people has what doubled. There's almost eight billion, almost. nine there billion there, yeah, now on the DM. planet. And then we've got just rapid, rapid, rapid travel, you know, like there's people in uh, from China to New York and New York to all over all in the same day. So it is it's it's crazy. It's interesting. And it's easy to get swept up in that fear. And oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And yes, this is not a happy time or subject. A lot of people are going to get sick and a lot of people probably are going to pass away. Um, So it is a little scary and I get it, but we don't need to lose our minds about it, guys. Uh, Can we do the social distancing? We do the, um, you know, just take it easy. If you can, stay home, stay home. Uh, If you can, you know, yeah. It is
1: a little strange, though, going places right now. People are like... Awkward as hell. Like they were like don't want to be close to each other, and it's just like. Well, I had to pick. I'll a... get in the elevator. I'm like, what buttons, do you guys? What floors? I'll hit them all. I don't. <laughs> with yeah. his tongue. I don't. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is. You're either gonna get this you or you're not. You're not gonna be able to. Well,
0: and that's the other thing. I do think a lot. I think we're gonna get it. I think that. I think most people, 80 percent of people, are gonna be exposed to it. And again, I I'm hopeful that, fifty percent of those are just asymptomatic. You, you get it, it and you, you pass it. No big deal. It, right. Uh that's I mean I'm, I'm hopeful more people that's are the case asymptomatic. In China, right? I have no idea. I think that's the case I, where most people aren't so, symptomatic. Yeah, so Dave and I again we follow it with I think a little bit more curiosity and like, oh what's going on? That's interesting than more so than uh what's the details, what's this? So again, don't get your news from us on No, the, the whole coronavirus thing. I mean that's not our intent here. But, again, it's very interesting. You said people losing their minds. So yesterday I went to grab milk for Penny, the daughter. You know, she still drinks a little bit of milk here and there. Uh, so went to grab some milk, and I was in the checkout line, and checkout lines are crazy. And there's people, like, wearing masks just in Walmart. Again, Walmart's not the best example, right, guys? But, I mean, there's so many people just wearing masks, walking around, wearing gloves, walking around. Like, what? What is going on?
1: People lost their damn mind. Yeah,
0: it's insane. And one, I guess the lady, and it was like 2 hours we're over was yelling of
1: something that we can't see. That's
0: what I'm just going to blast my way out of it. Yeah. That's the saying from uh we it's always sunny. You
1: see these things and oh, man it's...
0: What, what I can see, what we can see, Dave. I mean, it's just mind to me. Is that what panic does to the market? So the yeah, that's the thing. So yeah. the stock market, we all saw that plunge, and it's down about thirty percent from its high, yeah, right? Yeah, it was
1: it, it was up to twenty nine and change, and now it's at twenty.
0: Yeah, so let's call it down thirty percent, just rough estimate. In, in two weeks, it's insane. So I mean, there's tons <laughs> of people who lost a lot of money. It's scary. Tons of money. Yeah. What? Uh, wow, that's just
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, and what it, what is scary though is that panic breeds more panic, and I'm more fearful of what's going the long term consequences to our economy, which was. Just bumping and churning. I mean, again, we were all we doing were great. Rocking. Trump had this yeah, country a great month. again. <laughs> exactly. He I mean, made America great. He did. Four weeks ago, we were all on top of the world. So yeah. this is it, – it's very – it's an interesting time to be alive. Um, the panic is what breeds other panic, which is my comment earlier. I hope that other real estate investors are more even keel about it. And I think a lot of them are. A lot of people are. Um, but it, it's just one of those things you have to be cognizant of. So what can we do now as wholesalers – that's always our our kind of go-to is to think about uh, the wholesaling perspective. So the wholesaler, we go into most transactions and we don't have a ton of risk, right? Because we're buying a property, we're putting it under contract with the intent to close on it and resell it to someone else or assign that contract. That is always our intent is to try to, to provide liquidity to the market. Sure, sure, The market needs that liquidity more than ever right now. And what I just mentioned is that some of our even our private lenders who we've done hundreds of transactions with are saying, I understand that, but if banks shut down and I've got this, this cash, cash out gold. to you, right, I've right. got this cash out to you, I may not get it back quickly, if at all. So, again, it, it there is definitely uh, a and lot that's,
1: of... And that's understandable. You know, if I'm lending, I'm thinking the same thing right now. And another thing, so I had a couple wholesalers reach out to me over the last few days asking if, A, I was still buying, and B, if... I'd be interested in their deals, mm-hmm. and I said yes and yes. However, the convenience that we trade for the discount is has a higher value in a state of panic, right? If because there's more people that are now all of a sudden willing to sell their properties at a discount because of well, risk.
0: And what I think a lot of people have the sellers haven't realized yet. Is okay, they were offered capital's limited. They were exactly they were offered fifty K for their property that's distressed and junk and it's maybe worth hundred K. But, but all those people six people that weeks made ago those
1: offers had a lot of backing and now they don't have backing. Well so and, limited,
0: and yeah. now it's not just them that wants to sell. It's everybody yeah. who has that distressed property <laughs> says, Oh crap, I kinda want that cash today. I right, want that right, cash uh-huh. today. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people want that cash, they want that liquidity, which we provide, but guess what? our prior, our offer just went down 50%. I mean the stock market 30, went
1: down 30 to 40%. Stock yeah, market absolutely.
0: went down 30%, guys. Why would I still be paying what I was going to pay 6 weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, that's a
1: great indicator. It's it's not linked exactly, but it it's linked based on the fear in the marketplace. It and is. That's what and that's what matters.
0: And that's again I think a really good talking point for people. It's like, "Man, I would really love to pay more for your property. Like, I understand I offered you 50,000, you know, 2 months ago when we last spoke." But unfortunately, things have changed, and I wish I could get you that 50 k now, but my – and buyers, again, there's a lot of uncertainty. I'm going to have to take – I'm just going to follow the stock market. And I'm going to have to take 30% off my offer today. Right.
1: I, I made two offers yesterday where I said, hey, last week my offer would have been X, but today it's Y. This was yesterday. I made two of them like this. And I said, hopefully in three or four weeks I can get back to X. Do you need to sell terribly, terribly bad? Here's the new offer. And it yeah. was 30 to 40% less. Then the offer price would have been you know a week and a half, two weeks ago, and that guy's but, is... I, but I explained the transparency there here's why because of the lender i mean we essentially have a have a have a kink in our supply chain, which we is, do, which is the funding aspect of it, so yeah it's affecting everybody you know yeah it's a, it's a, it's definitely a crazy time, but uh
0: well, I think we were very fortunate we over the past few months uh we were trying to kind of take an advantage of. The, the, high market. the high market, and we've yeah, been selling off some of our rentals, rentals so we've there. put ourselves in a position where a little bit more liquid, which is nice. So again, that's that's a good position to be in, and it's a good time to dive back into your business, uh, dive back into your personal finances even, and figure out where you're spending extra money that you could cut, trim some of that. Uh, in addition to make sure you go out to the restaurants because we need to keep the restaurant. Uh, restaurants they open, all shut down last dude. Night it's crazy. Though. Well, the, by the time or, this
1: publishes that that shouldn't be the case. But oh, and takeout. So again, yeah, I mean, you can oh, order your meals for takeout. Them. Absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna go get some good dinner tonight, man. Yeah. Just pick it up.
0: Just picking it up, bringing it home, and reheating it when you I get asked, home. You
1: know. I asked my. Wife. We were laying in bed last night. I asked my wife. I said, "Hey, sweetie, you got any plans for the weekend?" <laughs> she goes, "Nope." Just locked inside with you. <laughs> like great. <laughs> Nobody has any plans right now. Well, there's nothing to do. Nothing everything's to do. everything's Everyone's closed. Down. Theaters closed, yeah. and the, it is.
0: It's a little. And it was kind
1: of like a rhetorical question. Yeah. But it was just so funny because we were both laughing. She's like, "Nope, calendar's cleared. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I have absolutely nothing on my plate for the next three weeks. Yeah, maybe a month. Oh man."
0: Yeah, it's difficult to remain to remain even keel, and uh, we want to try to tie this back into the wholesaling and the business a little bit more. So, as much as you can, I think that it is. It's a it's a time to uh, continue making offers, continue. But again again your real price has to be adjusted yeah, adjust. and it's not it's not even based on today's comps it's based on the fact that people cannot buy like this is going to be a pretty long term I, I think it's going to be a pretty long term thing in the real it's going estate to be
1: market months i think before it normalizes definitely not
0: weeks well and we're going to see some some lasting effects to this though dave like there are oh, people there, will be for sure. there are people losing their jobs uh there are, because again they Yeah, they, the
1: unemployment numbers that have the applications
0: it's spiking, spiking again. And
1: crashing servers nationwide in, in every county and city around, dude. It's, it's, it's not Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely going to be some some lasting um, effects. What What's crazy is that the government just all of a sudden starts throwing around trillion-dollar numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, like I get that inflation is kind of exponential. So like, as it gets big, it gets bigger faster. Like, I get that.
0: But, like— They're mind-blowing like, numbers. Man, I'm
1: 35 years old. You're about my age. Like, when I was a kid— like, hearing billions was kind of crazy, right? Now yes. they're throwing around, like, hundreds of billions all the time. Like, yeah. it's always billion this, billion that, right? Now we're – correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but this is the first time that I've noticed the trillion dollar I don't, number getting again, thrown around. And, again,
0: I don't think – I pay attention very closely, right. but you're right. And I mean, It's going to be tr- more
1: and more now that we've seen that. It's just going to – Yeah, what's next? Like, in 20 years, it's going to be like, oh, there's a $10 trillion package, man. It's going to be the norm. Money grows. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. It is insane. uh, Well, yeah. Anyway, fear in the marketplace,
0: and what to do about it. What to do about
1: it. So we're still making offers, guys. We've just adjusted those offers. We've also um, not just adjusted the price. We've also adjusted the terms. Yes. And that's even more important, in my opinion. So, you know, the the value of the real estate market hasn't taken a dive necessarily. It's just kind of come to a halt. Like, you know, not much is moving. So there's still transactions happening. Well,
0: and a lot of stuff that's in the pipeline I feel like is going to get closed out. Is
1: going to, right.
0: But okay. I feel like there's not going to be a ton of new business on the books over the next right. month to two months. where
1: I'm going with this is that the values, those who are putting values on properties is kind of unknown.
0: Oh, I'd hate to be an appraiser right now. That's what I'm
1: saying. So it's like, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, cause, because – the value that you put on something has a lot to do with the ability for people to get loans and close on those loans. And if the banks aren't lending, is something still worth a half a million dollars if it was whenever they would easily have, you know, 100 people that could qualify? So it just goes to show, like, you, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. It's just kind of strange. So what we're doing, and this is my point, is what we're doing is – we're extending our inspection period times, or even our closing dates, by one, two, maybe even three months.
0: We're also to
1: kind of pad in some of that uncertainty. Yeah. So if the market does reflect a ten or fifteen percent decrease, fine, that's okay. We'll reflect that in our new offer price.
0: Yeah, and Dave, and I think it's very important because I know you and I know your business and the way we operate is that we are very, very transparent with people. And any of these things we're putting in there, we're gonna mention to that to the seller and just say, Hey, we, you know, because of this, our offers lower and we need a little bit of a safety net as well. So we're going to have to have this inspection period. Like we're very, very candid. yeah, I I mean, we so
1: transparent that I sometimes upset people Mm -hmm. like yesterday on the phone, you heard me. I think you were sitting in there. I was talking to a guy and I think we offered like 150 on his property. And he's like, well, there's been some properties that have sold like within the last one or two years, you know, for 225.' And I go, well, that was in the last one or two years. I'm offering today. <laughs> and he goes, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." And I go, "Have you seen the news? Yeah. Have you been watching what's happening for the Are last-
0: you, Are you in quarantine in your house talking yeah. to me right now instead you, of at work? Do like- you
1: have $150,000 cash ready to just deploy into a property? And I wasn't being rude. That wasn't my intentions. But sometimes you got to be blunt." You know, and then after I said that, he's like, yeah, I guess I have seen the news. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that offer doesn't sound so bad after all, you know, but. Yeah,
0: it turns out you probably should sell it right now. Right now. If right. you need that liquidity. Yeah. So, not,
1: But uh, li- life will go on. Business will continue. It may, there may be a, you know, 2020 might not be the best year, especially with this kind of a rocky start. But uh, people have to have housing and they have to have. A roof over their head. Yeah. And so we're I... in a business that, regardless of what happens, people need shelter mm-hmm. from weather, from temperature, from bugs, animals, period. So this business is not going away. Will the values of properties fluctuate? Yes. Will the time frames in which they, they can close fluctuate? Yes. Will there be maybe a short-term or even a long-term uh uh, capital issue, sure, but people are going to have to have housing, so this business is pretty secure in my opinion. Also, you can't just print more land, and there's going to be that 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 guy that says, "Well, look at Dubai; they made the islands, yeah, and they spent trillions of dollars doing it." Right? You can't just make more land; it is so incredibly finite. Whereas stocks and bonds, and especially cash can just be created copied and pasted you can't do that with land so no matter how crazy things get that is still an asset that is finite even gold can be dug up and and more can be added into the supply not with land
0: yeah especially in desirable areas around um well, like good schools, so in good school districts in around metro- metropolitan areas, so around big cities where people want to live. Absolutely. It's very, very – there's only so much. There's only so much. So, yeah, it's very, very good. Uh, the other thing – what was I thinking about? You had hit on um, the fear in the market and the prices. So the neat thing about real estate, in in my opinion, again, is that we're more of a trailing indicator, at least here in the Midwest. We're very, very slow – Uh, to respond significantly in big price fluctuations. So we're going to have big swings in prices, right? But because we're in the Midwest, we're a little bit slower to react to that. So we had talked about the the stuff that's currently in the pipeline for most mortgage companies is probably going to close. Like there's a pretty good chance they're going to keep funding that. And I believe there's a little pressure from Uncle Sam for banks to keep lending. So that's a good thing. So most of that stuff's going to close out. What it might mean is, and this is my guess, is that come this spring and summer and in the foreseeable future, our housing starts. So new housing starts are going to slow. And that's one of the big. What do you mean, like the new construction? New construction. Okay. So new housing starts. I think that industry will be hit harder than what we're doing, which is buying oh, and absolutely. selling existing and, properties. And I'm not trying and
1: to be uh, pessimistic or negative or I don't even know the term. No, you have
0: to be realistic about but it. But
1: let's be realistic. If if we lose 2% of the population, 1% of the population, I mean, I'm talking small numbers here, right? That frees up a ton of houses too. So there's going to be a lot of empty places. It's going yeah, potentially... to drop the price down a little bit. Not Maybe not a ton. But there's, it's going to be more appealing to probably buy something Well,
0: especially than build something. So let's think this through, especially in... Some people are going to want to build no matter what. The, that, that's never going to end. I don't get that desire as much as a lot of people.
1: I, I get it. But some people are going to want to build I know, I don't no get matter it. what. I don't understand why yeah, you want so to build So that's it. not going to stop. But I totally agree with you. When you have an inventory supply that's high, and you know the demand is, is obviously going to be lower if you have a way high supply, just... Due to due to the nature economics, of, yeah, yeah. Of economics
0: supply and demand. You're gonna,
1: have, yeah, there you go. But, you're gonna have you know uh, a little bit of a of an issue. So let's think depressing. that through, Dave.
0: So currently, it seems like the the outbreak is affecting, or the mortality rate is higher in the elderly, right?
1: Yeah, and I've heard several stats. I don't even want to. drop. I don't want
0: to drop because they're going to change but all the, the time. Just
1: call it this way. I mean, from what I've seen, the major, the super majority. Let's use that term because it doesn't even give a percent. Is affecting. The supermajority, over 80-year-olds, over 80. Right.
0: So, and that is often... Majority
1: over 60, supermajority over 80.
0: Right. And that's often people in nursing homes. So the construction of... The retirement communities or the active Ooh, the senior livings. I think. Well, times. that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because I mean, there's a new one on 40 that's being built by Lutheran. I mean, they're all they're over. All over. They're everywhere. I feel like when I look at a new apartment going up or a five-story, it's almost nine times out of ten. It's, it ends up being assisted senior living ten. or group senior living type thing. I think. Which is
1: crazy that we have the population hump over the baby boomers.
0: Mm-hmm, you
1: know, mm-hmm. but they're not the baby boomers aren't in the 80s yet though.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. so uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just something that well, that's my point, it, though. So is that if that if that retirement age group is hit the hardest, which is kind of what's happening, what's that going to do? Again, I think it's going to free up space in those areas. Again, like you said, supply and demand, and it—I don't remember my economics. It's quantity supplied and quantity demanded versus demand and supply. Oh wow! One's you a move. Well, heart one's heart. a move in the curve, yeah, and one's an adjustment. I took that yeah, in college, man, I minored in it. That's I should 10 years know. Ago. I just don't remember any right, of it. Right. So there is going to be a decrease quantity demanded, which again, I don't know if it shifts the curve or whatever. Long story short, I suspect that's going to be hit harder. We're not going to see as many of those yeah, popping in up field, if yeah, exactly if this truly does affect them more. If it's a little bit younger on that curve, then you've still got then people. Then you will. Then, right. and you've, the
1: 80 plus, right. most of those people aren't in their
0: home. Well, you've still point. got people who are, even if they are 70, 75 plus, and they're in their home, they're still in their home. You're going to see that property be passed on. So that either means it's going to go to the younger generation, and I think nine times out of ten, what are those people doing? They're selling that property.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So it's going to create an increase in properties... Uh, supplied or quantity supplied of single family homes, so again, that is gonna indirectly affect or long term it's gonna affect new housing builds so that's where I think this has the bigger impact on your business, which I would be more nervous about that's so luckily, point. we haven't gotten into new construction, Dave as a company we've done a little bit of everything else, mm-hmm. but we uh you know haven't done that so Knock on it's wood, a good we're thing doing that we're okay. We're not
1: in it at this current times because exactly. it's slowing things down quite a bit. Exactly. But, uh, either way, guys, handle fear in the marketplace. Um, this is temporary. It's unforeseen, and we will get through it. So try not to panic. I'm not. Um, again, I just I look at it like this: people have to have a place to live. If they have trouble paying rent for a period of time, and we have trouble paying mortgages for a period of time, we're not alone. Everyone is, is having the same problem. But at the end of the day, that's one thing that people can't not have. Your, your basic essential needs food, water, shelter. I'm not providing the food or the water, thank God, <laughs> but I can provide the shelter. And at the end of the day, it's going to be something that's always needed, no matter what. So
0: it's awesome. Yeah. And then we're not going anywhere. So, real quick, what do we think? Before we wrap up here on this one, what do we think are some? Do you ever
1: think that we'd be talking about food, water, and shelter, bro?
0: Dude, I'm buying. I'm stockpiling. We gotta hoard this stuff. (laughs) I'm not. I I know
1: that it's liquid, but still, though, it's just these are crazy times.
0: Well, the only concern I would have is if truck or like uh, shipping gets shut down. So then we really do have an issue with our our supply chain. Correct. If food, if that is that is what gets scary. I've seen a few articles on. I think it was one state closed down all the rest stops. So it's like, okay, truckers probably need the rest stops open. There's not huge numbers of people there. Like, why are you... Yeah, that's like for that, the truckers. It's countering... Mostly
1: even than, than anything else, I would think.
0: I think so, too. I don't know anybody who does road trips and stops at the well, rest stops. Like, we do it maybe once in a while when we're on I a long road trip.
1: truckers are men. Yeah. So...
0: No, keep the truck stops open. Keep yeah. the trucks moving. What's Let's wrap up with a couple of thoughts on what opportunities does this create for a new investor, a wholesaler to come up with? And it's not a simple answer. Um, One thing I think, again, is the opportunity to go out there and find more motivated sellers. More people are motivated today. And will become
1: more motivated quickly.
0: To sell their property than there were two, four, six weeks ago. Correct. So again, there are more motivated sellers, which means you should be able to find better deals. There are still big investors, still cash investors that need to buy properties or want to buy properties. So there's plenty of opportunity for a new investor to go out there and find themselves a motivated seller. That's what I got. Dave, you got any other thoughts on it besides no, that I one? I totally agree. Yeah.
1: I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities here. And I'm not, Mike and I both are not, you know, trying to profit off of loss and, and disease, but it this is what it is. And we are in the real estate business and opportunity will arise. And we're going to prepare ourselves to, you know, to take advantage of that. And we're always creating win-wins, too. That's another thing. You know, we're not out here trying to just just take properties from people. We are providing a service that is liquidity. And market. Know, and that's going to be needed more and more. That The value of that service will increase with, with M- this pandemic.
0: Exactly. Market goes up. Market goes down. Real estate investors typically are the ones who are still going to be making money either no way. What. Again, the successful right. ones. Our goal is to be one of those. Your goal should be as well, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you again. Sign it out.
1: Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit free wholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever.